The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. God, we've already acknowledged your presence. But even as we continue to acknowledge and experience your presence this morning, even so, we say, come. Come into the broken places of our lives. Come into the hurting places of our hearts. Come into those places that even we struggle with acknowledging even this morning. And we say come because we know that there is no place too far away from you. There is no place that you wouldn't go. And there is nothing more powerful than you, God. So we acknowledge this this morning as we open your scriptures. We open our hearts. And we receive the word that you have for us this morning. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And the people of God said, Amen. So this morning, we get to practice and experience together one of our holy and sacred rhythms, which is to open the Word of God, the living Word of God, and to ask God to speak to us through the Word. And I emphasize the living Word of God because it is a living Word that at any moment that we open and we ask God for God's revelation to our lives, God can speak. God can speak to us just where we are. And and as the living word of God, we can sit with that word as we would sit with our friend and just listen. We don't have to be rushed. We don't have to have any other thing to do to simply sit with our friend, facing our friend, and listen. And that is what I want us to start. And I will want to read this scripture one more time from a different translation and ask God to speak. So here is Psalm 100 one more time from a translation that I like. It's called The Voice. It does a similar thing as the message. It takes these original Hebrew words and and expresses them in a beautiful poetic way in English. And here's what it says. Raise your voices. Make a beautiful noise to the eternal, all the earth. Serve the eternal gladly and enter into his presence singing songs of joy. Know this, the eternal one himself is the true God. He is the one who made us. We have not made ourselves. We are his people, like sheep grazing in the fields. Go through his his gates giving thanks. Walk through his courts giving praise. 
offer him your gratitude and praise his holy name. Because the eternal is good. His love, his loyal love and mercy will never end. And his truth will last throughout all generations. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is the word of the Lord for you, Pastor John. Thank you, Pastor. You know, Pastor Severio, as, as I read that in, in the message and then as you read it in the voice, I noticed some differences in the translations. Um, and what caught my imagination was, was verse 2. In, in the New Revised Standard Version, it says, serve the Lord with gladness. I think, I think you said, serve the eternal gladly. Um, and, and it calls, calls to my memory the, the, the membership vows that we make as United Methodist Christians to, to be a part of the ministry of our congregation and the United Methodist Church with our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. Years ago, somebody shared with me that, that we can make five words that begin with the letter P out of that. We can pray, provide, perform, participate, and proclaim. And it, it, it comes to my mind that one of the leaders of our congregations, uh, our congregation here, Hank Hamilton, has challenged me personally to never use the word volunteer again. Because as we share in the ministry of our congregation, we are not volunteers. We are members of this team, this part of the body of Christ. Each and every one of us, a part of this larger church family. And we have made promises to serve together, to serve gladly together. And, and I know it's a splitting hairs thing, to talk about volunteers or to talk about servants of God, but that is who we are. And, and by changing our language about how we name ourselves as part of the body of Christ, understanding that we are all, every one of us, servants of God who play a vital role in the fruitfulness and faithfulness of our congregation changes the way that we look at ourselves and the way that, look at, the way that we look at the ministry that we're sharing together. I, I, th I think it helps us find our greater clarity and, 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 and truer rhythm and rest to, to find that sweet spot where the labor that we share as God's people becomes life-giving and life-shaping within each of us and, and then with all of us together. This is the word of the Lord for you, my brother. What Thanks you be hear? to God. So on that note of rhythm and clarity, this is something that if you've been uh, joining us in worship for, for a while, uh, you know that we, we've been highlighting that need for our lives as a congregation to answer that question for all of us. And basically that says, how do we live life as followers of Jesus? It's spe specifically, how do we live life as followers of Jesus here in this place, in the city of Beaumont? What does that look like? Uh, you heard Pastor John mention a quote that we sort of 
twisted and, and made our own from a while back, and, and the need for the church to stop losing sleep over the success of the church and start losing sleep over the success of the Christians in the church. Mm. And that means that each of us have a rhythm and a, a practice that we are faithful to that makes, makes us grow and become better followers in Jesus. And that simply means that we are growing in our trust of God and we're growing in our service of others. And so with that in mind, verse 4, this instruction that the psalmist gives us, go through his gates giving thanks. That is a practical practice for us. That is something that we can tell ourselves and tell each other that has specific things to do. And lately, because when we read Scripture, we, Scripture speaks to our experience, both the one that we have lived throughout our lives and the one that we're living in now per, personally, presently. And I've realized that in my life, as many of us, we have to be intentional about how we give thanks to God, how we live out our gratitude. Because I realize that in my life, I can live the days of the week, show up here on Sunday, and, and just think to myself, I really haven't spent much time living out my gratitude to God. And one of those things that I, uh, I've recently become aware of in my life and, and, I, and I'm learning to articulate for myself and for others is the ways in which we live in a world that is so saturated with consumerism. That's a rhythm that is natural to our culture. And it's basically, it goes like this. You go out and do something. Most of us, that's work. You work an X number of hours, so you work on an X number of projects, expecting a Y and C result. It's measurable. And so that's our motivation to do that work. And so what we do with that result usually is go out and obtain something. What happens in the trap for many of us is to get in a cycle that we're living life just to obtain the next thing. So if you've got a house, maybe the next thing is to remodel that house. And then you remodel that house, and maybe the next thing is a bigger house. And so forth and so forth. And it's a cycle. The trap is that if we live our life just going from achievement to achievement, from consuming one thing to consuming the next thing, and leaving now the practice of gratitude, is that eventually we're going to get bored. And boredom is one of the greatest enemies to gratitude. Hmm. Boredom is one of the greatest enemies to practicing gratitude with God. And so I have to ask myself, what are the intentional things that I'm doing to counter that? To li literally be a revolution against that natural trend of culture, natural trend of our day. And so one of the things that I'm doing and my wife and I are doing, um, many of you know that last 
Last summer was a very difficult time for us as we, we wrestled with the reality of, of losing uh, a, a baby uh, before the baby came to us. And it was around this time last year. And so as we talked about how to acknowledge that and, and, and acknowledge that loss and live out gratitude, uh, we said, you know, we, we're going to... We're going to have some sort of dinner. We're going to light a candle. We're going to acknowledge that reality in life. And some of you know my, my China, my good China story, that we got good China for our wedding, and we are so afraid to use it that they're still in the box in the closet somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not the only one. But we're going we're gonna to get our nice China out, and we're going to eat, and we're going to light the candle, and we're going to remind Dad that Dad doesn't have the last Come word. On. We're going to acknowledge that from the perspective of heaven. And when we do that, and when we practice that, and when we open our hearts and imagination, we tend to more easily practice gratitude. And when we practice gratitude regularly, I'm willing to suggest this morning, I'm willing to challenge you this morning, we're going to grow in our trust of God. Mm. We're going to grow in our trust of God, and we're going to grow in our service and others. No matter how long we've been on this journey, we're going to grow. We're going to grow. We are going to grow, Pastor Severio. Um, as you mentioned, gratitude and sacred rhythm and the sweet spot of work that is labor, that is long enduring, that is about bearing long lasting fruit that may not bring consumeristic product. Um, I turn to verse three, the first part. Know that the Lord who made us is God. And that one of the things that we face as followers of Christ is to allow our rhythms to be set by God, to allow our rhythms to be set from heaven rather than from society, and that in setting our rhythms or allowing God to set our rhythms of life, that is the way that we are shaped more and more into the image of Christ and the image of God with which we were originally created is restored within us that we might be truly human. So one of our rhythms this summer has been to read through the Psalms. And so I invite you, if you will, to turn to page 821 in our hymnal, which is, in fact, Psalm 100. There are normal print and bold print. It is to be read responsively. Shall we read this together? Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into God's presence with singing. Know that the Lord who made us is God. 
We, we are, are the Lord's. Lord. We, are we are the, the people, people of God, God, the sheep of God's pasture. Enter God's gates with thanksgiving and God's courts with praise. Give thanks, thanks and bless God's name. For the, Lord, for the Lord is good. God's, God's steadfast love endures forever. God's, God's faithfulness to all generations. generations. Shall we pray together? O oh God, indeed you have made us, and you have set sacred rhythm and purpose from the most holy place of heaven. And your desire is that for us, your very dear children, we would live into that sacred rhythm more and more every moment of our life, that we might more truly reflect your glory to those in this world who are longing for your love, who are wandering in boredom and futility, who desire only that which you provide, who know internally but can't name outwardly that we are restless until we find our rest in you. So shape us in these rhythms of life and death and life beyond death that we might live as your people and bring glory to your name. For we ask this through Christ our Lord. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.